And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. What greater pleasure than sitting down with a good book on a lazy summer afternoon at the beach or by the pool, on a shady deck, or sprawled out on a lush green lawn. Some books may entertain, others inform, still others edify. But every book enriches the mind. The mind of the reader, certainly, but also the mind of the author, some of whom are inspired by writing a book to write others. Here on Nasholus, through our Ukrainian Jewish Heritage series, we've been fortunate to review many intriguing and fascinating books on topics involving Jews, Ukrainians, and their interactions. These interactions have not always been amicable, and it is a testament to the authors for broaching controversial topics and examining them with sensitivity, empathy, and a sense of fairness. Two years ago, I decided to compile a list for your summer reading pleasure. This year, because we've reviewed eight more outstanding books since then, I thought I'd do it again. So, enjoy. Here is part one. Dave Terrace, The King of Klezmer, by Yale Strom, chronicles the life and work of a Ukrainian-born man who became known as the Benny Goodman of Klezmer. He was the individual most responsible for the development of a uniquely American style of Jewish Klezmer music. From 1925 until his death in 1989, Dave Terrace set the standard. Well-known jazz legends such as Charlie Parker and Miles Davis studied his technique. Yale Strom is himself an accomplished klezmer musician and historian. He is credited as a pioneer in the revival of klezmer. Strom had already published several books on the genre when, by happenstance, he ran into a great-grandson of Dave Terrace in New York. That encounter inspired Strom to write a biography of the iconic musician. Fleeing pogroms in Russian-occupied Ukraine, Terrace and his wife arrived in America in 1920. He got a job working in his brother-in-law's fur shop because he did not think he was good enough to make a living as a musician in America. But within three years, he was supporting his growing family playing his clarinet. He would go on to become the most acclaimed klezmer musician in the United States. During his career, he made hundreds of recordings on labels such as Columbia and RCA Victor. The book contains many touching anecdotes by family members, musical colleagues, and protégés. There's newly discovered biographical material, rare photos, the musical scores of 28 of Terrace's original klezmer tunes arranged for violin and clarinet, a glossary of Yiddish terms, a bibliography, detailed footnotes, and discography plus a copy of a handwritten note by Terrace a few years before he passed away. Dave Terrace influenced several generations of klezmer musicians and will no doubt continue to influence generations to come. In the 1970s, Dave Terrace was rediscovered and came out of retirement to do one last studio recording and tour. It was a huge hit with seniors who recalled the heyday of klezmer. But it also attracted a smaller crowd of young musicians who would form the nucleus of a revival of Yiddish culture. In 1984, Dave Terrace was honored by the National Endowment of the Arts with a National Heritage Fellowship. On the August 24, 2018 episode of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage, I shared the story of Dave Terrace and his wonderful music, as well as this book, 
If you missed it or would like to hear it again, check out our audio archive, August 24, 2018. Just search for it on our podcast feed. There's also a link to the audio with a transcript, which you can find at the Nash Hollis website. The book Dave Terrace, The King of Klezmer by Yale Strom is available at Amazon and other booksellers. Jews and Ukrainians, A Millennium of Coexistence by Paul Robert Magotchi and Johannin Petrovsky-Stern is a comprehensive historical account of the relationship between Jews and ethnic Ukrainians, both in Ukraine and in the diaspora. This book attempts to fill the gap of what Jews and Ukrainians know about each other. It begins with an examination of how stereotypes, perceptions, and misperceptions, often based on blatant prejudice, cloud the relationship between Ukrainians and Jews, which goes back a thousand years. The first Jewish settlers moved to Ukrainian lands as maritime merchants from the Mediterranean basin. They settled in the coastal towns of the Black Sea along with Greek colonists. During the time of Kiev and Rus, Jews started arriving from Central Europe and settling in central and northern Ukrainian towns. There are references to Jewish settlers in the literature of the period. Jews and Ukrainians continued to live together in the land that is contemporary Ukraine for hundreds of years, despite rule by foreign governments. By 1900, Jews made up nearly 9% of the population of modern-day Ukraine and ethnic Ukrainians 74%. Today, just 0.02% of Ukraine's population is Jewish and lives in major centers. The world of shtetls in Ukraine, with thriving Jewish communities and commerce, is forever gone. This volume is full of intricate information, insightful historical analysis, detailed graphics and maps, as well as very relevant photographs. At times, the detail seems almost encyclopedic, but the writers managed to make each and every section relevant and readable. Those new to Ukrainian studies will learn a great deal about Ukraine's history and culture. Those who have studied both Ukrainian and Jewish culture will appreciate the commentary and the analysis of historical events. Researchers will definitely appreciate the extensive list of resources at the end of this book. Magachi and Petrovsky-Stern have written an impressive book, packed with encyclopedic detail, while being as easy to read as a magazine. Jews and Ukrainians, A Millennium of Coexistence, is available at Chapters Indigo and Amazon. Babin Yar, History and Memory, is dedicated to the commemoration of the 75th anniversary of Babin Yar. In September of 1941, this scenic area of forests and ravines in Kiev, which translates into English as Grandmother's Ravine, became a global symbol of the Holocaust. Once known as the Switzerland of Kiev, today Babin Yar is synonymous with unfathomable cruelty and unprecedented loss of life. Nearly 34,000 Kievan Jews perished in Babin Yar at the hands of the Nazis in late September of 1941. Over the next two years, tens of thousands more people, Jews and non-Jews, were murdered there. The contributions to this volume are based on documentary sources and academic research. Babin Yar, History and Memory, is the result of the collaborative effort of scholars from various disciplines in Canada, France, Israel, the Netherlands, Ukraine, and the United States, working with editors Vladislav Rinevich and Paul Robert Magotchi. These scholars were compelled by the desire to inform the world about the history of these most terrible human tragedies and also to underline the importance of preserving its memory. 
At the center of the book, of course, is the history of a Nazi crime. But this history is a departure point for a deeper discussion. The book covers the politics of memory and forgetting, from the Stalinist period to the present day, and the cultural memory of Babinyar. Yet there is a generational aspect to the reinterpretation of this tragedy. Every generation does this in its own way, as it must, because the past is not some construct set in stone, forever fixed in place. It is instead a dynamic phenomenon open to new discoveries. This book examines some of these new discoveries and the context in which they are reached. It is available in both Ukrainian and English editions. The English edition is available on Amazon. A Journey Through the Ukrainian-Jewish Encounter from Antiquity to 1914 was curated and written by Alti Rodol, the co-director of the Ukrainian-Jewish Encounter. It was originally a traveling exhibition that examined the history and interactions of these two peoples living side by side on Ukrainian lands. The panels featured texts, graphics, photographs, paintings and maps, as well as short videos and recorded music. The exhibit traveled to four Canadian cities between May and September of 2015. In 2018, Alti Rodol expanded on the exhibit's narrative to explore the multidimensional relationships between Ukrainians and Jews inhabiting the lands of today's Ukraine. The book is divided into two sections, Antiquity to the Partitions of Poland and Two Parallel Eras, the Long 19th Century from 1772 to 1914. The first section examines the interactions of the two peoples beginning in antiquity, moving to the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth period, and concluding with an examination of Hasidism and Hebrew-Yiddish publishing on Ukrainian lands. The issues discussed include Jewish settlement in Ukrainian lands, Ukrainian serfdom, Jewish cooperation with Polish magnates, Khmelnytsky's uprising and the consequences for both Jews and Ukrainians, the Uman massacre, the rise of the Uniate Church, and the rise of Hasidism. The second section of this book focuses on the experience of Ukrainians and Jews in the Russian Empire, as well as the Austro-Hungarian regime up to 1914. It deals with difficult topics such as the pogroms in the Russian Empire. However, it also highlights trends in Ukrainian-Jewish political and civic cooperation. There is a focus on the cultural renaissance experienced by both Ukrainians and Jews during this period. This section concludes by examining emigration to North America. Although this volume may be compact in size at only 169 pages, it is full of relevant information, insightful historical analysis, detailed maps and graphic elements, as well as historically significant paintings and photographs. Readers of all ages will learn a great deal about Ukrainian and Jewish history, culture, religion, economics, and demographics in a land that is contemporary Ukraine. A Journey Through the Ukrainian-Jewish Encounter from Antiquity to 1914 is available free of charge from the Ukrainian-Jewish Encounter in PDF and print at their website, www.ukrainianjewishencounter.org. In the next episode of Ukrainian-Jewish Heritage, four more books with compelling and memorable stories. Meanwhile, look for this list on the Nasholis blog to add these great books to your library and summer reading list. And do check out Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on the Nasholis website for the audio files and transcripts of the original reviews of these books. 
I'm Pavlina, producer and host of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Until next time, shalom and happy summer reading. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.